0: Hey guys, it's Dan with the Corporate Thief Beats. You're listening to the Mixtape Marketing Podcast. This is episode 24. Today's episode is all about live video and how you can use live video to your advantage to help you promote your music online. So basically what I wanted to talk about today is live video. DJs are taking super advantage of live video on all the social media sites Now, I'm not just going to talk about just live video. I'm going to talk about video in general. And I think video has exploded online. And a lot of musicians have seemed to kind of got it wrong where they tend to use the music and the music alone to promote their music. And by what I mean by this is they maybe get a still image of themselves or they get a music video and that's the only Thing that they use to promote their music online obviously I've spoken about beforehand in the past on how you can build buzz around your videos and create content all around your music but what I've started to notice a trend in is how good live video is to promote your music these days and first of all I'm going to talk about how you can do it with uh, Facebook and Twitter And I use this in a different kind of way than most people do. Sometimes I pre-record videos of me talking about music marketing or my music. And I upload them live to these social networks. uh, So that they get a better reach from that social network. And the way I do this is using a tool called Open Broadcasting Software. Now this is a free tool. Basically what it is, it just gives you the ability to stream live to YouTube and to Facebook. Now I've got a really good tutorial on my website at thecorporatethiefbeats.com or if you go to my YouTube channel as well, you can see two videos there. There's one specifically showing you how to use OBS or open broadcast software uh, for YouTube and then there's another one exactly there for Facebook. And each of those tutorials show you how to use and how to stream live to Facebook or to YouTube. But it also shows you how to stream a pre-recorded video to those sites as well. Now, sometimes you might want to use a pre-recorded video. Uh, Sometimes if you played a live gig, you can pre-record that and then upload it live to show what your fans, what the live show was like after. Another great way that you can do is if, you are, uh, if you're on a shoot for a music video and you want to create a bunch of content around uh, that to build up the buzz for that music video, you can have bloopers or you can have interviews with the director or interviews with anyone else that's on the music video shoot. The software is free to download, there's no charge for it guys, it's a really easy and simple tool to use. There are limitations to live broadcasting on Twitter and Facebook. And what I've noticed with that is that you really need a good upload speed. I remember when I first moved to the area I am now in the UK. I didn't really have the best broadband uh, to support live video. But since then I've upgraded it because I see the benefits from live video. Now especially with YouTube. Now the way YouTube's algorithm works is the more engagement that you get, the longer retention rate people are on those YouTube videos, the better the YouTube will actually promote that video within the sphere of YouTube search. So if you can keep people alive on a video for a longer time, and usually with live video, people tend to stay on video much longer which increases the retention rate and this is the biggest factor of getting your video in amongst all the other video searches related to your niche in that music genre. So let's say from my example I'm a hip hop music producer if I'm talking about beat making or if I'm talking about music marketing and I promote a live video on there YouTube actually creates a different stream And you can actually see this when you upload a standard video. It it does it as a .mov file. Uh, But if you see uh, the streamed file, it comes up as LVS, something like that. And basically, that's what YouTube knows. It's uh, a different file. And that's what triggers uh, the better promotion of those videos in the YouTube sphere within the YouTube search algorithm. Now, this is a really good way of promoting your music online. It's also a good engaging way. People are more inclined to comment on videos. People are more inclined to like and share stuff. And plus, when they're asking you questions about your music uh, or if they take any interest on your music you have the opportunity with live video to get them to take a call to action. This could be to download your mixtape. This could be to sign up to your newsletter. This could be to share your music with their fans on their social media. So there's more benefits to live video than just getting in the search algorithm on YouTube. And that's what I've noticed with that. Some people will have the opinion that using a pre-recorded video is kind of cheating. It's not really live. And that's fine if you have that opinion. I do a mixture of both. I use a bit of pre-recorded videos. And then I use some uh, live videos as well. And some people ask me why would I use a pre-recorded video on YouTube or Facebook. And the re- reason why I use a pre-recorded video uh, for, and then stream it live. Obviously the live features give it that more... Uh, boost in the kind of sphere of the search on both platforms and even on Twitter and Facebook as well but uh, or Twitter on Instagram as well but uh, the main reason I use pre-recorded videos with OBS open broadcast software is that I can tailor the videos uh, that I create so let's say my music marketing videos my beat making tutorials I can tailor them to the specifics that I need to engage my audience so there's not fluff in there sometimes I've noticed when I did my own live videos and maybe that's my own kind of criticism of myself uh, that sometimes there could be a bit of fluff in unedited videos and I really wanted to cut that out because as I mentioned at the start of this podcast retention rate is crucial uh, for promoting any live videos if you start filling any of your videos with fluff or uh, just start rambling. It's very easily to done when you're on a live video. But if you start rambling, you could lose that retention rate. That triggers a negative uh, factor in the ranking of that video on each social network. So I would urge you to try and test both. Some people are better with automatic live videos. They're just naturally engaging people. They have a very good energy when they're on and sometimes it could be to do with their popularity as well they have just got a strong fan base they're a popular artist and people will wait and listen to what they actually have to say about their music when they're doing gigs what merch they're releasing when tickets go on sale Uh, so live video is really crucial it's a great way of marketing yourself now And what I've noticed as well on Facebook is that DJs have really taken to this like docks to water. DJs are really getting in there. And not even just DJs. I've seen this now. The younger generation of hip-hop artists are really embracing it. Uh, Obviously, their quality is not perfect. But I love people that just try stuff. You can always worry about quality later. You can always improve on, on quality videos as you go through your music career. I see with the younger generation of the mixtape releases and stuff like that where they're having small little block parties, little house parties, little mixtape release parties, but they're putting it live on Facebook. This creates huge engagement uh, with your fan base. This allows you to get more reach from your Facebook fans compared to those times where you upload a standard video on Facebook. Doesn't really promote it that much. You end up having to hit that boost button on Facebook and you're following into that system that Facebook wants you to pay to promote everything on your Facebook fans that you've already gathered already. One of the main benefits that I've seen with live video as well is that when musicians are starting out, particularly hip-hop artists, they don't have a lot of money and depending on circumstances where you are in the world... Uh, you probably don't have the opportunities that other musicians have to get live events or live gigs and stuff like that. Maybe you're, t- you're living in a small town, a rural town. Hip-hop's not really, probably not that big in that area. And I noticed this. I put up a post a while back how to release a mixtape, and I talked about uh, creating live events, uh, co- uh, reaching out to college uh, college bars or college events and see if you can play live there and a couple of uh, people that hit me back said like oh i'm not old enough to play at these kind of events uh, these events yet and i spoke to them about trying to use obs and with facebook and youtube and creating live events on there and having little house parties bringing your mates over or it doesn't have to be like tons of people just showcasing your music and just talking about your music as well. Kind of build a conversation about your music, about where you plan to take your career. Maybe even talk about who's influenced each song. So it all goes back to my original post there about building content around your music, building buzz, not just using that song as the only promotional material you have. Now, I've seen this over and over again, where someone creates a song, they upload it to YouTube, they upload it to Facebook, and then they just keep blasting it, that one video, to everyone. And instead, they should be creating tons of content around that song. You can interview your producer, you can talk about how you wrote the song, you can talk about the songs that influenced you, you can... Talk about where you played the song. You can talk about people's feedback from the song. These are all extra live videos that you can do to promote that initial song. And it's much better to kind of continuing the the promotional value, uh, especially with live video, through additional videos about that uh, one song instead of just promoting that one song over and over again. And people will stop listening to you after a while that's what i've noticed i've seen that over and over again people drop a mixtape they upload the whole mixtape onto youtube or facebook and no one has the incentive then to actually download the mixtape do you know i mean instead of kind of drip feeding the whole process out uh so release one song create your music video for it and then create 10 extra live videos on youtube on facebook linking back to that original video or to your website or to where you can download your mixtape and maximizing the content promotion that you can get from that one song. Then go on to the second song, release the second song, do the same process again, rinse and repeat, create all videos again and keep maximizing the amount of promotional value you can get from each song. Instead of just uploading a mixtape And then kind of forcing people to just keep listening to that song. It's trying to create uh, yourself, to make yourself more interesting around than just that music video. And trying to create more content around the whole sphere of your music career. So you're kind of giving, building an identity around the music and who you are. You can see this in artists like Jay Cole. You can see it in artists like Kendrick Lamar, Kid Cudi. They've all videos around their music of who they are, where they came from, uh who influenced them, how they came into the music industry. Jay Cole is really good at doing this. Another great artist is doing doing this was um was Logic. Logic is really good and really humble about it as well. Uh he's not going out just forcing people to just listen to one song. He's kind of building his whole story. Like, I feel I know more about Logic's whole story than I can repeat his lyrics. That's 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 a sign of someone who's an established artist. That's someone who's built rapport with me. And I feel more connected to him as an artist because of his story than, than not just the songs that he's written. So when I go back to live video again... Live video really keeps engagement with your fans. And it's a great way to release a mixtape, building up the buzz to the launch of your mixtape. So you don't kind of just spoil it all by just releasing the mixtape up front. Uh, You kind of just build that kind of process, that expectation, and you bring them on a journey for the release of your music. You don't have to just do it for... Uh, just for the release of your music. You can also create video live videos about the release of your merch. And this is probably one of the biggest ways that you can earn some money back from your music, especially when you're releasing mixtapes, pushing that merchandise and pushing people towards your newsletter so you have their contact details. You can uh, release new merch over in time. And you can also do live videos, events to the launch of your concerts, uh, or if you're doing an actual live uh, concert online as well. Uh, Just before I go as well, I just really wanted to mention, now, when you're using open broadcast software uh, on YouTube, uh, it's much better to to follow that tutorial that I showed you, because you can use Google Hangouts with live video, and that's fine if you're just creating content around your music, building up the buzz around the release of any song that you're releasing. That Google Hangouts is fine for that, but I wouldn't audition any music that way. That's why it comes back to the the pre-recorded video. Now, if you just use the Google Hangouts version, what will happen is that the audio quality is shockingly bad, and even I've got high-speed broadband right now, and my upload speed is like 20 megs, which is pretty good, and... It's still... The audio quality is terrible. I've tested this numerous times. And I just wouldn't audition it through the Google Hangouts. What I would do is create that pre-recorded video. And make it as engaging and par- as, impos- as possible. Then release that pre-recorded video using live videos with OBS. And open broadcast software. And basically that will give you more weight in the promotional value uh, compared to the bad audio quality that you would get from the Google Hangouts feature. And this also goes for just using a standard way of recording live on Facebook as well. It's not as good as using OBS or having good camera or linking it up to a good camera or linking it up to a good microphone. So... Sometimes when you're auditioning stuff, try and be careful of the quality. There's no problem with testing stuff at the start of your music career. Uh, we all learn from our mistakes. I have, I've made tons of them and I learn from them. I take what I've learned before and I build on my success in my music niche over and over in time. But uh, just from my experience with it, I wouldn't advise you using the, the if you're auditioning music, to to use the native one's uh, recording devices. So don't use your webcam. Don't use um, a crappy microphone if you're auditioning songs or if you're auditioning freestyles. Uh, It's grand for building up content around the music, but not for that. That's why I say save the pre-recorded for stuff that's mixed, that's mastered, that's perfect. And it will show the professionalism to your fans at the same time as well. Now I've spoken a lot about uh uploading videos, live videos using OBS to uh YouTube and to Facebook. I haven't really mentioned uh, uh Instagram and Twitter as much and I've noticed that I'm as guilty as any other musician that I have kind of neglected the Twitter video, but I've started to use it much better now. I'm starting to using it more for building the content around my s- Uh, my music about my site i'm starting to use live video and you use it just directly from my my mobile phone Uh, there is no way right now to like i do with obs and upload a pre-recorded video to twitter i haven't found that but i'm still researching it so if i do find a way of uploading pre-recorded live videos to twitter you guys will be the first to know and the same with Instagram. Instagram doesn't allow you to, to do that yet. And OBS doesn't have the feature in it to give it to uh, to allow you to upload or stream a live video to Instagram yet. But you can still use the features. Now, I think Instagram its not my most favorite tool to market my music with. But I can see the branding and the promotional value you can get from Twitter or from Instagram by uh, building content around your your music and you can use the live video feature on there and just kind of touch base with any fans you've on there. Now, I know hip-hop, in the hip-hop industry, they love Instagram. It's huge. I'm, my favorite one is obviously Twitter. I'm huge into Twitter and I'm huge into YouTube they're my favorite social networking sites. Uh, but I still kind of micro-market on all of these other sites as well. I still use live video for Instagram. And I recently did like a 28-video series on Instagram. And I put the same videos back up on Twitter as well. And I use them for live on on Twitter as well. Just because the engagement levels that Twitter and instagram give you for using their own live features because all these social networks are pretty vain and they really want you to use their own live features and uh, they'll give you more promotional value by using their features and that goes even with just the standard upload videos as well Uh, i've started to use more of twitter's just standard upload videos as well where I use Buffer app, and I can just upload and schedule all my videos to go up at certain times. Just micro marketing, two minute clips, talking about beats, talking about, um, talking about my music marketing, talking about my my blog posts, talking about my podcasts, all those kind of snippets. They aren't like my YouTube videos where there's these twenty minute kind of tutorials, in depth tutorials showing you exactly over the shoulder of how to how to do things that I do with my music marketing. Uh, They aren't; they're just kind of more advice videos, and it's just kind of building up the buzz around my music, and it's not me going out bombarding hip-hop artists about oh check out my beats check out my beats i'm kind of trying to promote value to hip-hop artists rather than rather than kind of just bombarding them with just one hip-hop beat and hoping that they actually listen to it more i'm trying to get the inquisitive hip-hop uh, hip-hop side out and get them to go oh this is the corporate thief beats he sounds like a beat maker but he's promote he's showing people how to market their music as well so i'm just doing a completely different approach than your typical beat maker. Obviously, there's beat makers out there doing really well, and that's fine. They have their way of promoting their music and using video their way. They tend to use video after video after video or beat beat after beat after beat, and that's fine. I have no problem with that, but I'm just talking about from my marketing perspective, and I like building content and using live video around my music than always having to use the next beat to promote my last beat if they, if that's the way <laughs> that's if that's the way that that music marketing should be done and that's just my approach to it and that's how I use live video tons of people out there are are using it and you guys should start using it too don't forget to go back to my youtube channel there's those two tutorials will show you exactly in depth how i use the open broadcasting software to promote uh, pre-recorded videos and to use live videos if you want to go straight live. Uh, I, like I said before, try and avoid the Google Hangouts feature. It's just the audio quality can be poor sometimes, and sometimes if you're using a crappy webcam on on Facebook, you could get negative feedback from your audience if you're trying to freestyle over a bad microphone over a bad camera. Uh, so if you're, it doesn't matter if you're just building content around your music. Uh, You can always kind of promote stuff like that. That's fine. But when you're really auditioning stuff, try and make it as pristine quality as you can. Podcast episode 24 up about live video and basically live video on social media. There is one point that I really wanted to make and I've noticed this so much now uh, since I've been really trying to get in in the mobile marketing. Since I've been doing live video and watching other musicians do live video, uh, and watching how the social media sites react to live video. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter really promote live video to mobile as well. I noticed that my videos come up on on the feed of other people's feed more often than, than just a standard video upload. And I also noticed that if you check your Instagram notifications... Anytime someone's doing a live video, it just pops up, it has that thing, and it just pops up, X person is doing a live video, and the same with Twitter, same with Facebook, and as it was getting harder into the feeds of people because of social reach, this kind of just little boost, getting into, like even with YouTube, if it's linked to their uh, their Gmail, uh, YouTube really pops that into the, the YouTube uh, Gmail, letting people, notification, letting them know X person is doing a live video right now. And it kind of really promotes you as well. So it's not just about the SEO kind of search algorithm value. It's about the notifications that Twitter, Instagram, Facebook delivers to all the mobile, uh, anyone with a handset these days. That's just super powerful. Everyone has a handset now. And that extra boost will get more engagement it will actually let people know that you are doing a live video it will actually get you in front of the people that you want to target as well and it will get that inquisitive nature in people as well if you they continue to see uh, those kind of updates and see that you're really a- interactive with your fans online people are attracted to people so if they see kind of groups developing more people will kind of take more interest and that kind of just mobile notification thing is just huge so that was a little nugget there at the end i just for, i was nearly going to forget that one but i that's something i've just been monitoring a lot lately so guys this was episode 24 of the mixtape marketing podcast that was all about live video don't forget about the tutorials you can get them on my youtube channel or the corporate don't forget also to subscribe to the podcast if you feel this podcast has benefited you in any way don't forget to like share and subscribe and let people know about the mixtape marketing podcast this is dan with the corporate dps check you out in the next video guys take care bye